my friends, and thank you for listening to the B2B Marketing Podcast. Nothing is wrong with your stereo. My name is Katie Martell, and I have hijacked this podcast from across the pond in the U.S., where we are excited to welcome the B2B community to Ignite USA, May 23rd through 24th in beautiful Chicago. Now, listen, I'm going to be co-hosting this year's event alongside Joel Harrison and all our friends from B2B Marketing, but today we are speaking with a local Chicago legend and a B2B marketing all-star champion, I would say, among the Hall of Fame in B2B marketing, Andy Carcidina. Thanks for being here today. Katie, I'm thrilled. This is so great. A great chance to reconnect and um, uh, obviously psyched to hang out in person. Cannot wait to see you. Mm -hmm. More excited to have you on right now, though, because as we lead up to Ignite, which is happening again at the end of May, people, don't forget your tickets, Ignite USA. We have a lot of people wondering, should I be heading to Chicago? What's happening? What's What should bring me to Chicago? And say no more, people. Andy Crestedina is the reason you need to come to Chicago for Ignite USA. But Andy, I wanted to hear from you as a local, as a person in the space now for how many years? Why is Chicago such a hub for B2B? Chicago is a, a city that has a long history of publishing. Uh, Chicago has a long history of marketing and advertising. Uh, Chicago is where a lot of the big firms first started back in the day. There's just like an amazing history. Like this, this city is a, it's a hub for really every industry. There are no industries that aren't in Chicago. Uh, and it's just a beautiful place to visit. It is literally one of the world's great cities. It's like New York without the smell. <laughs> it's just green. Uh, it's on a, it's on a, uh, one of the world's largest freshwater lakes. So get yourself some real estate here. This is a good place, a good resilient place to be um, uh, for the future. But um, I love this place. I grew up around here and I will always and forever live in Chicago. I love it. And and for the past over 20 years, you have managed uh, what I consider to be one of my favorite web design studios, mm. but you do so much more. I mean, to me, you're the guy that for, for, uh, at every conference year after year was breaking down other people's websites and doing it in a way that was for the love of learning. But through that, you know, kind of quest for learning, you've helped over what I think is over a thousand at this point, right? Websites come to life. And and so many have come to rely on you for uh, not only just web design, but how to how to navigate it in this constantly changing world of Google Analytics, search paid. Mm-hmm. What you've built quite a name for yourself, my friend. It's an honor that we're having you in Chicago. But tell me what you're up to now at Orbit Media. Well, this is a company now with uh, there's more than fifty people here. Uh, this is year twenty two. Um, so I've been involved in, from the beginning. I was the designer. My my friend and partner was the uh, the programmer. And this is going way back, like the early days. Like you can imagine what life was like back then. What websites were like back then. Uh, so it's been fun to watch it evolve. But I have literally just been immersed for a couple of decades in search optimization, in analytics, going back to prior to Google Analytics, uh, in conversion optimization. I've done lots of research on website visitor psychology. I've just been part of the planning process for hundreds and hundreds of websites. It's not a gap, but it's just not that popular of a topic. I'm honored that they booked uh, this as a topic because um, there are no companies that won't benefit from this session. It's like, this is the platform. This is the foundation of all that marketing. Everything that you do in search and social and email and all that stuff for all those personas and every paid ad and all this stuff, it's all going to come back at some point to this, to your your platform, the experience that your prospect has on your site. So the session is going to break down in detail the things that anybody can go do right away to get better results immediately uh, in a prioritized way. I like to prioritize things so that it just feels more strategic and people can kind of uh, take something away that they can go to immediately. 
I love that. And I can say as somebody who has sat in many of your sessions over the years, this is the kind of session. I'm, I'm really, I am trying to get you to come to this event, but do it for your career people. Do it for the kind of actionable stuff you're going to go back to the office with to say, oh, I have literally 500 things. That's maybe a hyperbole, mm -hmm. but I'm a hype woman for Andy. We know this, that I can do immediately. That's Andy's the type of speaker. I'm going to talk about you now, like you're not here. He is the kind of guy that's going to give you actionable stuff to take home with. It's one of the reasons I said to the B2B team, please, please, please. Let's have Andy this year. Also, I'm dying to catch up with you and it's very selfish of me, but I actually, I, I love, and one of the reasons I love you in general is because of your history now. Now, 22 years ago mm -hmm. is 2001. So tell me, talking about priorities, what would have been on your list in 2001, February, it's winter, you're looking outside, you're trying to redo, what the heck was it like in 2001? Well, some of our early projects were sort of like multimedia, which you don't even hear about much anymore. We did like CD-ROM things. We did like kiosks for museums. We did a lot of like animation work. We did stuff in Flash. Back then, like one of like a, a common strategy, this sounds so funny now, uh, we need to we need to do some marketing on the internet. Let's build a game. People are always like building these, these weird little games and like interactions and like online activities. And they were always built in Flash. We were good at connecting Flash to databases, which meant you could kind of do anything on the front end plus anything on the back end. But this it's the era of the skip intro button. Those sites look horrible now. I mean, 800 by 600. It's like your phone, your phone literally has more pixels than the, than the desktop screens, those big CRT monitors we designed for way back in the day. So uh, ancient history, uh, it's been fun to watch the evolution, to watch design trends converge, to see how it, data can inform decisions and to see how kind of um, on, on the platform itself, really, and this is a lot about the session, how uh, the thing, the actions we take and the improvements we make are really about uh, improving either the cheese part or the mousetrap part, traffic and conversion. Traffic times conversion rate equals demand. So um, my session is going to be equal parts, both search optimization and conversion optimization. Search and analytics, cheese and mousetrap. Mm -hmm. th this idea of 2001 to today, I feel like is, is I asked this for kind of two reasons. One, I'm curious and I remember those flash games and I remember those monitors. But second is that I think 2023 offers us a really interesting time to kind of pause and say, where the heck are we? We are kind of coming out of a couple of years of complete disruption and we're still kind of in it. So tell me to you, this is kind of a new frontier. It has been changing. You've seen it change consistently over the past two decades. If you had to use one word to describe the new frontiers, which by the way is our theme for Ignite, in B2B in 2023, what is one word you would use to describe it? The single word that describes the new frontier of marketing in 2023 might sound familiar, actually more important than ever. It's really about trust. Person clicks, web page loads, visitor lands. What happens next? What happens in their mind? How are these pixels interacting with the human brain in a way that makes the person believe what you're saying? How does it create trust? Google pays attention to this in search. You probably heard about EAT, expertise, authoritativeness, and trust. So does the site indicate, does it use evidence? Does it use testimonials, endorsements? Does it use data? Does it make, does it have, is there any third party evidence on this? Or is it just a pile of unsupported marketing claims? Most web pages, pro tip, right? A preview of my session. Most people's web pages are simply piles of unsupported marketing claims. Go look at your page and ask yourself, could a startup born yesterday make this exact same page? If yes, you've got a problem. <laughs> you're not differentiated. You're not adding enough evidence that's specific to you. So trust. Trust is what separates human content from AI-driven content, right? That's why we, we're not in love with it. Trust is what Google's looking for when they scan pages. Trust is what happens in your visitor's brain when you use social proof. Trust is what you feel in social streams when you look at those numbers, right? Like the um, 
uh, you know, shares and likes and comments. Like these are reasons to believe. Trust is upvotes in communities. Trust is reviews of books and you decide what to read. There is no part, no decision you make anymore <laughs> where there isn't some element of trust that's built in your brain due to some element from digital marketing. That's my word, trust. What's great about Andy is he talks in sound bites and it's also just delicious and wonderful. So thank you for that. But it's so true. Again, I, I keep thinking to myself year after year, right? Whatever the new trend is this year. Remember in 2009, it was social media. Do you remember in 2010, mm -hmm. it was probably something else. In 2000, and it's always this kind of like vendor driven hype cycle. I've written about it. We've bitched about it enough. Mm -hmm. Can I say bitch on this podcast? B2B people, I apologize. <laughs> the point is some things never change. And despite everything that changes in your case, Andy, around these four walls of orbit media, no matter what changes around you, it always comes back to these very kind of uh, timeless principles. It's one of the reasons, and again, how's this for a testimonial? It's one of the reasons I'm so excited to bring you and so many of my trusted peers in B2B to Ignite is we've got to figure this out. It looks different in 2023 to build trust than it did in 2001 with our it little was. flash websites, you know, mm -hmm. and the experience that buyers expect is different. Can I put you on the spot a little bit? And sure. um, it, it, I want to specifically in B2B, my question is this, who does it well? Or what's an example of specifically in B2B, the way that you've seen trust kind of come to the forefront of these hubs, your website experiences? Tell me about mm -hmm. something you've done lately or something you've seen that you think is best practice. Well, there are companies that just do conversion optimization for a living. Like that's their entire model. That, that is a, these are companies that just, uh, test things all day long. They're constantly running, running tests uh, to try to maximize conversion rates. Go look at the website of any conversion optimization company, and you'll quickly get a pretty good idea for uh, what's working well. You'll see that they uh, will frequently have a human face high above the fold, right? Because people connect with people, like that's differentiation. That's the only company with that that team member, that founder, that person, that expert. And then you'll often see some some uh, statistic or a row of logos as seen in logos, or maybe they're like certifications or memberships or clients they've worked with. And then the headline is both really specific and direct telling people like what the company does. The first question of every visitor to every web page is, am I in the right place? But then also it it sounds, um, it's it's got a little spin to make you, uh, so it comes at you from a slightly different angle. Those elements at the top of these pages, these really well-optimized pages, companies like CXL, CXL is a learning platform, uh, Pep, Peplia, and right below that, he's got like the companies he's worked with. And then the the the, the header there says, top 1% marketers teach you what they know. What else do you need? Like that, that is the, that's the reason to believe. So when these things combine, you have visual prominence, human face, descriptive headline, now I know I'm in the right place. And then you, and then below that, when, when you add quick visual credibility with something like company logos, then you have, then you believe the things that you just saw it's chemistry, it's combination. It puts these things together. It, it, those elements work together in the human mind, triggering cognitive bias, quite honestly, right? The conformity bias, like I, social proof, like other people like this, therefore it must be good. So uh, that's an example of companies like that that are uh, have tested their way to this outcome. You don't have to do it. Just just assume that they've done the hard work and go you know, emulate that, that design and those elements by just putting those onto the top of, above the full content on your site. I do love that. And I do plan on stealing all of your good advice and shamelessly using it for my own benefit. So 
Thank you. And yeah. I recommend everyone joining. Now, see, can I just comment? This is one of the reasons I love you, Andy. It's like right away you had an example, but I know in the back of your mind, there's like a slide deck of you giving this talk. If you go see Andy speak, you've got this ability to just have hundreds of examples, beautiful, perfect examples that you just tear down. It is, I wish there were uh, a weekly session. It was almost, it's almost like a religious experience, right? To attend something like this because it's truth telling at its finest mm. under the motivation to teach and you're such, so good at that. And by the way, my friends, if you would like to see some of this, you can't make it to Ignite um, for whatever reason. There is not a good one in the books. Um, but you want some more of Andy's advice. I think you're in your, what is the edition now of your illustrated handbook for this advice and so much more? Sixth edition. Content a. chemistry is in its sixth edition. It has to be written every year and a half. I have to go back because it's out of date. So uh, it's been recently refreshed, uh, which was massive effort it, we added 80 pages to it uh wow. it's it's uh it's very detailed it's great a practical guide to digital marketing strategy seo social media email marketing and just when you thought you had enough analytics as well and i gotta say because you are so diligent about updating it again and again and again it makes this tome of knowledge it makes everything you do on stage and every podcast interview like this chock full of knowledge what haven't i asked you that you want to make sure folks know about your session at Ignite or about the topic? Mm. Well, I mean, one thing to keep in mind, you see an event like this and you look at this, like so many of your favorite presenters uh, that you've loved from afar, which is what I see when I look at this list, um, that are uh, that are going to be there. Uh, just sign up, register, please. Come hang out in Chicago. Let's all get together. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a beautiful few days. But also uh, reach out to people in advance look who's engaging with the hashtag, make some friends before you come to the event. And then when you get there, you're going to already have some plans. You're going to get even more value from it. Uh, that's one of the things that I wish people would do more is just like um, the, the, the human and interpersonal part of live events, which is Katie, this is how I like, it's, we've been, you know, I've known you for so long and I get to see you in it's person. How we met. Mm -hmm. That's how we met. Yeah. That's how we met. So uh, make the most of the, the human and interpersonal side of coming to an event by registering, but then reaching out to a couple of speakers in advance, maybe setting up some time to hang out in advance, find out who else is going by by stalking the hashtag in advance, and then just um, just building those connections first. You're going to have um, a lot more fun. Uh, plan a breakfast, you know, before you even come with a couple of people that you know will be here. Uh, plan some after, you know, some after hours drinks. That is the uh, the way to get the most from it. And um, but I hope that uh, I hope to hear from any of you that's that sign up and um, just if you do, let me know that you'll be here and we'll look for a time to get together. Where can folks find out more about you? I mean, just Google Andy Crescentino, my friends, but tell us, please. Uh, the book is on Amazon and everywhere else. It's called Content Chemistry. Don't get anything earlier than the sixth edition. Uh, LinkedIn is my best social network. So connect with me on LinkedIn. Just there's only one Andy Crescentino, I think. Uh, and then my biweekly, it's all I ever write, one article every two weeks. My biweekly newsletter, um, which is just practical, you know, content strategy and analytics and web design stuff, uh, that's at my site, which is orbitmedia.com. I love it, my friend. You are right. There is only one Andy Crestedina, and I'm so grateful that you're joining us at Ignite USA and very grateful that you took some time today to talk about trust and the role that our oft forgotten now websites mm -hmm. will play. Bring it back, people. Andy's going to make it sexy again, as you always do. Um, Andy, thank you so much for spending some time with me as I hijack the B2B Marketing Podcast. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. You can find out more about Ignite USA at B2B, the number two, igniteusa.com. Andy, we'll see you in Chicago.